this week on Transmissions from the Dark Side. An anniversary. A confused girl. Poop soup? Enter if you dare. Welcome to Transmissions from the Dark Side, where we take an in-depth look of every episode of 80 seminal horror compilation. Good Lord, guys. It was great. <laughs> I don't know why it was already funny to me. <laughs> I'm Matt Nas. I'm one of your hosts. Across from me, Jen Hansen, your other host. I'm your other. I'm one of your other hosts. And we're taking a look at your anthology series, Tales from the Dark Side. Yes, we are. In this episode number 13. Uh, I think so. Hey, Matt, what's the plan just to do some of the episodes? You know, we're going to do them all. Oh, we're going to do all of the episodes of Tales from the Dark Side? Every single one of them. We'll just see. Who's that? Oh! Why, who's that rapping on our chamber door? Why, it's Ted Hansen. Oh, hi, guys. Hi, Ted. Ted, welcome back to Transmissions from the Dark Side. Thank you. Happy to be back. A guest so nice, we invited him twice. Yes. Ted... (laughs) <laughs> Since we last talked, mm-hmm. you were on a, a wonderful episode. Uh, oh, thank you. We really, really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We enjoyed it so much that we've already forgotten what episode it was. Listener favorite. Listener favorite. It was a listener favorite. I listened singular, to it and I enjoyed it. Singular listener. Yeah. Uh, it was yes. Mookie and Pookie. Wasn't no, it? it was no, not. no, 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 no. It word was word processor of the, of the gods. gods. Oh, God, it was. Sure. It was. And we went to the Tales from the Dark Side writing room <laughs> and did. found out that there was no props. Yes. Nope. Well, that's because they blew all their prop budget on this uh, one. Yeah. <laughs> this episode, Anniversary Dinner. That's right. Is it, nonstop props from start to finish. It is a thrill a minute episode. That I actually enjoyed. I really like this one, yeah. too. Um, but it's definitely, it's weird. And I, I think Ted did not like it quite as much. And that's okay. Yeah, it was it was creepy. It has it was, a creepy vibe. It has a creepy vibe. It, it really feels like it's leading up to something. And then kind of, they, they, they telegraph it from a long way off. Yeah. Yeah. Through the whole episode. It it is it it is one of those, hello, Mister Thompson. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's, he's talking, talking to you. you. <laughs> now, when I stamp my foot and say hello, Mister Thompson, you nod your head. Hello, Mister Thompson. Ah, <laughs> uh, boy. Uh, well, let's give you some some specs. Let's get some into sexy it. Sexy specs. Tell me a little bit about the, this. Sure. So this is Anniversary Dinner. It aired Sunday, February 3rd, 1985. Um, the episode was written by James Houghton. He wrote uh, three episodes of Tales from the Dark Side. Uh, he wrote uh, A Case of the Stubborns. Okay. Um, he wrote this and uh, the upcoming A Choice of Dreams, which sounds like a Harlequin romance novel. Yeah. Ooh, A Choice of Dreams. Mm-hmm. He was also the uh, head writer for Young and the Restless for 465 episodes. Holy shit. Uh, Not a lightweight. Wrote 21 episodes of Bold and the Beautiful. 
and three episodes of Knott's Landing. And that was pretty much it. So it's like years of soaps mm-hmm. and then three episodes of the show. That's so that's so right. Yeah. When I start to when I put that together on the form of this particular episode, mm-hmm. yeah. It is very melodramatic. Yes, very yeah. much so. A so lot of repeating the same dialogue to each other over yeah. and over again. Yeah. Some knowing it. glances. Yes. Yeah. Which is kind of funny because this, uh, when I think about soap operas, I think about, you know, this is an anthology series, but soap operas have to bring every episode, everybody up to speed as quickly as possible. So right. yeah. it's a pretty natural transition from writing for soaps to writing an anthology yeah, show. Yeah, that's true. That makes sense. Um, Ted, you already know this, but some of our listeners don't. Mm-hmm. Man lives. Sure. In a sunlit world. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a world that he he believes to be reality. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. But. Wait, what? There is. Unseen by most. <laughs> How would you describe it, Matt? Well, I would say it's a. Uh... Like an underworld? Oh, okay. So it's it's a place that's like, it's just as real. But it's not as brightly lit. Oh, like a dark oh, side. Like a dark side. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Got it. So uh, I have a question for you, Ted. You just yeah. watched those intros with us. And um, mm-hmm. are, uh, did the did the credits for the show, the intro for the show, lead you to believe that the dark side is farmland? <laughs> yeah. I was wondering what they grow on that farm. <laughs> Nightmares. I believe it's maybe nightmares. <laughs> nightmares and birch trees. And I noticed <laughs> I noticed a little car goes by. Yes. And it never comes around the corner. So <laughs> I assume it goes. Dead man's oh, turn. Yeah. Oh, I didn't notice that. Ghost car. Ghost car. Yeah, that's probably an episode, right? It, it probably yeah. ghost Don't, car. Not, yeah. Probably. <laughs> the director of this episode, John Strisick, he wrote the remake. Not the original, but the remake of Deathbed, The Bed That Eats People. Whoa. <laughs> so, speaking of Ghost Bridge or Ghost Car. Wow. Deathbed. Um, Deathbed, The, the bed, bed That, that eats, eats People. Patton Oswalt yeah. fans yep. out there yeah. will be going crazy That's right. right now. Gosh, I have a... think it's as good as the original? <laughs> I'll have to find out. <laughs> double feature. Double, double feature. feature. <laughs> I have a question for you, Jen. Yeah. Who's in this episode? Well, this episode stars Alice Ghostly. Ooh, musical Ooh, guest. Musical <laughs> guest, Alice Ghostly. Uh, Alice Ghostly was in a ton of stuff. Alice Ghostly and Marco Racuzzo. Uh, it's is the, the husband and wife team in this episode. And... Uh, both of them have done a ton of acting Alice a little bit more. She was in The Graduate. She was um, Esmeralda on Bewitched. That's, That's where, where I, I recognize her from. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, lots and lots of other other stuff. Uh, she was on Designing Women for like 50 episodes. Always kind of played the next door neighbor yep. or the nosy person. Yeah. Or like, yeah, she's got a real. Or the dimwit. Right. She's got right, kind-hearted sitcom face. Totally. Yes. Yeah. As does uh, Marco Racuzzo, who's who's got like a. He looks like a guy who is getting shaken down by the mob a lot. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. what I was about to say. He looks like a, a star of Godfather knockoffs. Yeah. Or <laughs> Godfather's Godfather's godson. Yeah. Son of Godparent. <laughs> Straight to DVD, <laughs> son of God, parent. Yeah. 
Uh, and he looks, he, he kind of looks like Peter Lorre a little bit. He's got those eyes. Ooh, he has sunken eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there's two more people in this episode. Uh, yeah. Frederica Duke, uh, who was not in much. She played Sybil. And Michael Cedar, who was Mark, the dick boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Oh, yep. who's like a TV producer now. Oh, he's a, he's done some decent stuff. He's the uh, he's a producer on Supergirl, on um, the New Normal. On oh my God! Eli Stone. He was second unit director of Rushmore. No kidding! Holy crap! Yeah. Oh. So he's done some stuff. Uh, producer of the Lethal Weapon TV show, Man oh. in the High Castle, uh, American Horror Story. Okay. All right. Yeah. Sons of Anarchy. Vanished and an episode of Tales from the Dark Side. Yeah, yeah, top of the list. Yeah, his number one acting credit. Sure, obviously, obviously, obviously. Well, let's read the description of this episode, shall we? I love it. Shall we? Uh, Henry and Eleanor Collender are preparing to celebrate their 25th wedding anniversary with a special dinner. Hiker Sybil has just broken up with her boyfriend, so they invite her to join them. So, um. The door to the dark side swings open, Mm -hmm. and we see a man reclining in slumber on a rocking chair. From the distance, we hear, Henry! And I was expecting the next words to be, feed the chickens. Right. (laughs) Sure. Yep. But they were not. Yeah. It was its dinner time. It was clearly a farm with no animals or agriculture of any kind going on. That was visible to anyone. Right. Yeah. And I was I was disappointed almost instantly uh, watching this episode that we called Painkiller the Stelladora Breadstick episode mm. or the Stelladora Breakfast Treat right. episode because this is Stelladora Breakfast Treats. This guy, Henry, is the worst. Now, we've had some pretty uh, large scale misogyny on this show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We've had some henpecked husbands. We've had some bickering. This guy straight up hates his wife. He's really mean to her. He, he's bipolar or something. Maybe he just, he just gets angry, furious on a dime. Just yeah, he's a hand grenade with the pin pulled. <laughs> uh, but a, just different. I have a theory about it, but we'll like get to it. it later. Okay. Okay. So he is like uh, always yelling at me, always telling me what to do. You know, I uh, just uh, at the slightest suggestion yeah from his wife yeah just a tiny offhand remark hey could you not do that Henry, or, it's time to off. set the table could you set the table henry god damn it you know he always telling me what to do and always telling me he goes to how a, could i get any rest with you harping on me he's so a he, dick he's awful he walks over to the buffet or the china cabinet. Mm-hmm. I don't know which one. Mm-hmm. He opens the door, the drawer, sticks his hand in, and immediately cuts himself on a knife. Mm-hmm. He's like, Gah, bah, Razafragon. I told you not to put the knives in here. In the knife drawer. In the knife drawer. <laughs> I should have married a woman who'd be more careful with the knives or some shit like that. This whole time, she's being nothing but nice to yeah. him. She walks over to his bleeding finger. Mm-hmm. And I wrote down weird blood flirting. Yeah. Yep. 
Like she sucks his bleeding hand. Yeah. And it was like, mm, tells you him how t- sweet he tastes. Sweet he tastes. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a red flag. That's a yeah. real. That's that, a, it could be like a just an old couple, like a quirky old couple. This is something this episode did well. I thought was you didn't even like by the time we got to act break number one, you didn't quite know what was going on and they were kind of setting it up. There was a little bit of a trying to set up a fake out with the hikers. Yeah. Yeah. Like we were going to get not a needful things, but we were going to get I forget what the uh, there's a movie with Tim Roth and the woman from the ring where they have two kids come in. And basically just oh, torture yep, yep, yep. the um, whole. I uh, thought that's funny what, games. Funny games. Yeah. I thought that's what we were gonna get. I thought we were gonna get a funny games. Mm-hmm. We did not get a funny games. No. Uh, we got a reverse funny games. Yeah. It. This episode was like it was a because the look of it was was weird. It mm-hmm. wasn't just sparse like some of the other episodes. It was sparse. Mm-hmm. But yeah. but there I mean, was, it was still all in. It was in, set in the porch. The, the kitchen. The kitchen and the, the other room. room. The, other the other room. room. The other that room. That we'll get to. Yes. yes. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, caca, caca. Uh, <laughs> but the way it was shot, like everything was shot a little further away. It, it felt, something about it felt very 70s. Like there weren't a yeah. lot of over the shoulders. It was a lot of straight on camera talking. Kind of had a Barney Miller feel. Yeah, it just, like. it felt old and it was, the episode felt to me like a mix between a fairy tale and um, Last House on the Left. Which Interesting. Is, yeah. So it had like that sort of like ominous slasher, you know, lo-fi-ness to it. But there was definitely the... Um, the fairy tale, I thought, or the cautionary tale. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That cold, it had a coldness to mm-hmm. it. Yeah. So he's bleeding at the table. He's sitting there. Says he's bleeding to death. Oh, right. And he's, he's not bleeding to death. But. And then uh, he they, somehow it comes out that it's almost our anniversary. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh my God, how long? 25 years. Well, now you're making me feel old, too. He's like, oh, freaking a we've aged mm-hmm. we are we are older than time itself yeah he is the worst and then she sh- then she shits She's... or sits down yeah. at the table henry i miss the children not yet a red flag <laughs> ted oh. but my sensors are up but i'm like something's wrong mm-hmm. because it's like Usually what a writer will do when you miss mm-hmm. the children is you'll say, oh, this person's in New York and this yes. person's here. And you start to talk about specific children. No, wait. They've already talked about. Have they already talked about the meat? No. That there's something wrong with the, the meat that she's chopping up? No. No, because no, she's not making anything yet. She's, yeah, she's not, not making anything yet. yet. She was. She just served him up some food. Some stew. Some stew. And yes. He, he said, what are we having? He said the usual. She said one of your favorites. And so he's eating, but he's not commenting on it. Uh-huh. He does take the time to just dump a glass of wine into his bowl of stew. What? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The homemade wine that his wife pours into a glass for him. It's, you kind of miss it on the camera, but it's clear that he just takes the glass of wine, says something to the stew, and then dumps <laughs> it in there. Like you do with stew. You know. 
Yeah, you definitely don't want to. You don't cook down the wine. No. Nope. I want nope. fresh wine in you my want, stew. You want to dump a cold glass of wine. I want now. Hot, I want the wine stew. to have a. I want the stew to have a taste. Yeah. There you go, stew pal. <laughs> hey, Let's stew. make you a little mouth. Hey, stew buddy. Mind if I just pour a whole glass of lukewarm wine into you? You look thirsty. <laughs> Thanks. So, be mean to your wife. No, <laughs> you should be terrible to your wife. I'm a stew. Nobody likes me. Anyway. Uh, you're the only one who understands me, stew. <laughs> anyway, w- can't wait to find out what happens in the next act. Well, goodbye. Well, goodbye. So she misses the children. Misses the children. Henry says, I think those days are gone for good. Yep. And now I'm pretty much like, is this an O'Henry situation that we're entering? Mm-hmm. That we're entering, where uh, ah. she's gonna get a kid. Like I'm figuring that a baby is about to be dropped off. Yeah, this is this is the Cabbage Patch origin tale, or right. something. Like we're gonna get a Damien because it's yes. been a long time since we've seen the devil. Right. Something is the devil. Maybe it's the stew. Probably it's this baby. Right. right. That's where my yeah. head is. Yeah. But lo and behold, we cut to outside. And we see uh, two people from an early cast of Walking Dead. Uh, <laughs> we just see their legs. We just see legs. We see legs and rucksacks and ominous. We hear ominous music. And we see the right. farmhouse in the distance. Right. And it's it's dark. Yes. Right. So we see the light in the window, and they they are watching these this sweet old couple. Yep. So one would assume that the, that's how the rest of the episode is going to play out. That it's all night they're going to be terrorized by these two strangers. Right. And yeah. that's then right? that's why I was like, um games or whatever mm-hmm. it was. Funny games. Yep. Funny games. That's why I was like, this is an episode of funny games. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then something with kids and something like that. All right. End of act one? Yeah. We- weird. Yep. But mm-hmm. they set up everything that they they needed to set up. So it's the next morning. Ellie's sitting on the porch shelling some beans as uh As you do. As you do. As the two Walking Dead teenagers come shambling out of their orchard, I also wrote down the cast of Red, Red Dawn. Oh, that's perfect! <laughs> yeah, yeah, because yeah, that guy was rocking a sweet bandana. Really, uh, really Wolverine it up. Yeah, he was Wolverine it up. She had her Floby haircut. Yeah, yeah, really eighties really haircut, mm-hmm. which is of course appropriate. Yeah, and yeah, we I feel and- like the writer had a real grudge against young people or hippies or something like that and they tried to do what they could to telegraph that from this character with his hip headband and open shirt well yeah. either that something or like that. Yeah, yeah and it's it's it, and it's the attitude. those are the people maybe i mean during that time maybe those are the people that would have scared an older couple this uh yeah you know, some some outsiders wandering onto your farm. These are the kind of people that would mean you harm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So we enter uh, a section of the show that I like to call overacting theater. (laughs) (laughs) Because we couldn't tell just from his headband and open shirt what a jerk he was. Mm -hmm. No, he had to let you know through... Um, what can only be called Paul Rudd in <laughs> What Hot American Summer? 1,000%. Yeah. Hey, old lady. Yes? Where's the Anderson place? Why? Hey! Well, uh, I don't... I got We got to go there. 
I don't want to sleep in your orchard again. Well, it's customary for people to ask before they sleep in your orchard, but... <laughs> oh, you just knocked over a lot of plates. <laughs> <laughs> then uh, the girl that's with him, yeah. Sybil, you Sybil. find out her name yes. is, is like, come on, Mark, calm down. We must save the world. Real. Mark's not gonna though. Mark is not gonna save the nope. world. This guy's being his chin slightly elevated. Yeah. and kind of squint at him. Luckily, here comes Henry to Ellie's defense because n- nobody shits on his wife but him. That's correct. <laughs> there is a lady present. Yeah. Click clack. Shotgun. Yeah, he has no idea what's going on. At best, he's heard some voices outside, <laughs> but he's taken no chances. Comes out. Armed with a shotgun, surprised he didn't wasn't shooting through the door on the way out, right? He <laughs> just Yosemite salmon it. Yeah, <laughs> he comes out and he's like, "There's a lady present. I think the only thing you're gonna understand is two, two barrels of buckshot." <laughs> uh, so they decide to split. Uh, but as they are leaving, uh, Ellie says to uh, to uh, Honey Baby, what was it, Sybil? Yeah. S- Sybil. Uh-huh. Uh, says to Sybil, you know, you, you seem real nice. You might want to think about the company you keep. Uh, but you're welcome here anytime. You, if you need anything, you remember that. Yep. Real real quick to make that offer. Yeah. Too. Yeah. We've seen, we've, we've, these people have known each other for... 25 seconds? 25 seconds of a terrible interaction. Yeah. Right. Like, you've just been with nightmare fuel, and you're Mm -hmm. like, oh, hey, monster person. Yeah. Why don't you come back anytime you want to come back? Although, in comparison to her husband. I was going to say, Ellie's not a great judge of character. Yeah. Right. No, she is, she's the sweetest. I mean, I Mm -hmm. think we can all agree on this. Sure. So, at this point... The twist is becoming almost painfully obvious mm-hmm. what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. But I think it's it's almost there. So I wrote down at this point, they murdered their kids. Because I'm like, oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. They, they've murdered their kids. Because the jerk guy leaves and there's a lingering shot of an axe. Yep. And we're like, oh, yeah, this yeah. guy's going to get it. Yeah. Yeah. So we cut to the kitchen. Now we now we move to the kitchen where Ellie's cutting up meat. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, Henry's complaining that it looks tough. That meat looks tough. So now I wrote, they murdered their kids and ate them. <laughs> yep. That's all it took. No yeah. That was yeah. all it took. Oh, he knows his meat. He's a cannibal. Yep. Yeah. I was like, wine casks? They sure are into making wine. Yeah. Yeah. And a whole lot of other stuff. What's the correlation between making wine and being a cannibal? I don't know if there is one. Okay. But that they would do things themselves. Oh, that, okay. Yeah, That yeah, was yeah. the feeling right. like they just were. They, now, it's all just to set up that last scene. Mm-hmm. There's no logic to it other than setting up that that last scene. Okay. All right. Yeah. Oh, that you, yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, she um so she's cutting up this not tender meat mm-hmm. and wondering wondering aloud if Sybil will come back because she so reminds her of the children. Yeah. And again, that they have eaten. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's very obvious at this point yeah. that they've eaten because there is not a real moment 
that what is her name ellen uh, ellie ellie isn't prepping food, food. yeah right. like i felt like they did a really good job with that mm-hmm. and ellie had yes. business throughout this whole mm-hmm. thing like yeah. yeah it was really it was really well done i thought that was like one of the best parts of the episode in terms of like mm-hmm. not giving it all away but yep. when she started cutting meat mm-hmm. right and him being like ah oh, and he just like grabs it yeah i thought he was gonna eat it <laughs> yeah i thought he was gonna eat a big hunk of raw meat yeah he grabs yeah, it yeah. and he like thumbs it it's really weird yeah he like squeezes it and he's like oh this meat's tough I've never seen anyone thumb meat to check the tenderness. <laughs> right. I've never seen that. Nobody gives a thumb in. Well, you're not a foodie like these guys. Well, are. I guess not. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so from uh, from the porch view, we see the socks. The socks. The socks. The socks and the ominous music are back. The argyle socks pulled, pulled up over, over the jeans. jeans. And she's wearing black I, boots. I, I'm trying to remember when that was a style. And I'm drawing a blank. <laughs> Well, it it had to be they, they couldn't do leg warmers. Okay. Well, I'm thinking like a German hiker would have worn the big knee socks. Okay. But but as an expedition thing, I think they could do that. But it seemed to be going too far because in the '90s we used to tight roll our jeans and put yeah, our I socks over. Yeah, I remember putting socks over pants. Yeah. But this was excessive. Yeah. This was like yeah, I'm a maniac. Do you do that when you're like in back roads areas to like not get mosquito bites or something? You could. She was, or you could just wear the socks. You know. Yeah. Under, but then they get off pants. your pants. That you're you're making a straight line. You're 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 blocking it off. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. It was just. <laughs> you're gonna get Zika. You're gonna get Zika tomorrow. Mark my words. I'm sorry. I will. Um, oh, by the way, you're in the mosquito section of this room. Yes. Oh no. I will roll up my pants right now. Thank you. Tape them around your ankles. Yes. All right. Great. So uh, she walks in. Ellie is like, "I oh, sweetheart, it's all right. What happened? What happened to Mark? Mark fucked off. Mark, uh, they, they got to the place. Mark's friends weren't there, so he split. And she's like, well, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go back to that weird cabin with that lady who offered me a place to stay for yeah. no reason. Mm-hmm. Like you do. Like you do. Then Henry comes in and he is all jokes. He's like, ha, you know, yeah. stitching time saves nine. Yeah. I'm, I'm Henry the jokester. Uh. And uh, uh, they're having a little chat, uh, 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 Ellie and Sybil. And Sybil says, or uh, Ellie apologized. So I'm sorry if I was staring. It's just you so remind me of one of our children. Yes. No, I didn't know you had children. Do you, are they, are they still here? And she smiles. She says, well, your children never leave you. They're always a part of you. It's like, "Eh." because we ate the children. (laughs) Because we ate these children. So if you didn't get it before and you didn't get it now, you might be a little slow. I'm just yeah. It's it's this very it... telegraphed. Okay, spoiler alert. At the end, she gets eaten. Um, but what? So I mean, we're we're already saying it. Right. Um, <laughs> spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Um, Sybil gets eaten. Yeah. Um, if you didn't want to be spoiled, pause the tape. <laughs> pause the rewind t- five minutes ago. Yeah. And then watch the episode. Was this Resident Evil Seven? Yep. Just rewind that video. <laughs> Hit yourself with a mallet. Yep. Um, 
<laughs> forget. Mm-hmm. Wake up in a pile of blood. Yep. <laughs> I don't remember. Okay. All write I know yourself is... a note first. Yeah. Uh, uh, yes. Yeah. Write a note to say start tape at <laughs> 25. <laughs> you can see Memento. It's like that. Go get a tattoo. <laughs> that says start transitions of the dark side episode 13 14 i don't know what episode this is guys but make sure it's backwards so you can see it in the mirror that's correct <laughs> anyway we gotta go i got a headache <laughs> my nose is bleeding <laughs> goodbye um sybil says um it's been two years since i've seen my parents and they exchange this look that says two years no parents this bitch ain't gonna get missed <laughs> <laughs> he might as well have licked his lips. Yeah, like, yeah. And I thought for an episode that was a little heavy-handed, and and yes, it was telegraphed throughout, but there are mm-hmm. episodes of Tales from the Dark Side where it's way more telegraphed, where there'd just be skulls lying around everywhere. Yeah. Um, so I thought they did a decent job. And, and they did a decent job compared building to up to something awesome that doesn't quite happen. All no. right, well. We'll get there. So she hasn't seen her parents in two years, but she says, "Oh, go ahead." I think I've been I've been looking for a place like this my my whole life, and you guys seem like such nice people, and I'm just just really glad to be here. All right, you want to go to it now? Uh, It gets sexy. This of all the sentences that could be uttered in a Tales from the Dark Side (laughs) episode, I wrote down. Were you expecting that line in this episode? What was it, Matt? The does, is it Ellie that says it, or is it uh, Henry? Henry says, says it. Henry it, says as serious as a judge. Should we show her the playroom? <laughs> Guys, okay. Lightning round. Things you shouldn't see in a playroom. Go. Knives. Ooh. Ding. Uh, lots of dead animals. Ding. A hot tub. Ding. Ooh, uh, um, a bunch of skulls. Ding. Um... Wood paneling? Ding. <laughs> and, oh, we missed katana blades. All right, guys. No prize today, but you got almost all of it. That was things you shouldn't see in a playroom, but we're all in this room. Yeah, so to be honest, it was a twist that I did not expect. There you go. This this that, was that phrase. the yeah. biggest the biggest surprise of the whole episode. So there were about three seconds there where I knew in my head that it wasn't going to be a fuck room. <laughs> but everything, everything... About that sentence? Yeah. Everything about that sentence suggested that it was going to be a fuck room. When somebody mm-hmm. says, should we show her the playroom? You think fuck you room. You think fuck room. Right. Yeah, like, yeah. this is where we get down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But no. you know, it's just Tales from the Dark Side, so there's not... That can't be. That can't what, be what happens. That can't be what happens. So they open up what looks like to be a secret door, mm-hmm. revealing a um, very nice naughty pine room mm-hmm. that they don't turn the lights on for an eternity. Right. Yeah. And so we just doesn't matter. Sybil's delighted. She's like, she oh, loves yeah. this dark room with silhouettes of animal heads. A deer head. A bomb. Wow. Oh, I can't believe how cool this is. Said. No one It was such ever. a weird reaction. No, you know how teenagers in the 80s were crazy about taxidermy? Nuts for it. Sure. Yeah, there are guns everywhere. There are 
Yeah, there's guns. Guns everywhere on the walls. Many knives. Many knives. Swords. Swords. Machetes. But the highlight of the room is Mm -hmm. a gigantic hot tub. Like a Mm -hmm. huge jacuzzi. And I was like, oh, it is a fuck room. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's a weird fuck room. This is, uh, I just want dead animals to watch me while I bone. (laughs) (laughs) So Henry, it's... uh, I can only get off in a hot tub. (laughs) (laughs) While animals watch if you throw katanas at me. (laughs) Very specific. Dr. Stevenson said you had to respect my urges. We at least have to try. Yeah. I can only get off while I'm watching people <laughs> from a closet. All this right. is my sunlit world. <laughs> this is my sunlit world. All of a sudden, Henry, uh, Henry and uh, Ellie. Ellie are like, oh, yeah, we have this hot tub. Sybil goes bonkers for yeah. this thing. Yeah. Uh, oh, wow. How, uh, uh, can I get my suit? You want to try it? Henry built it for the children. Again. No, don't do that for children. The other thing is uh, you realize at this point in the episode, because uh, the, I never read the introduction or the like the episode. Uh, mm-hmm. What do you call it? Synopsis. There we go. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy, you guys. This episode <laughs> made me dumb as a box of rocks. But their last name, Ellie and Henry's last name is Colander. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I was like, oh, cooking instrument. Very, very funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. She goes and puts on her uh, swimsuit and then... Henry's still being such a creeper about real it. Pervert. So, yeah, real pervert. Yeah. Real pervert. But when she steps out of the room, uh, Ellie and Henry have some serious fucking moments about oh, yeah. getting this hot tub started. Because it seems like it's yeah. not going to work. And then Ellie... Flips the F out. It's the only time we see her flip in this episode. You said you were going to fix that thing, Henry. You said you were going to fix the switch. And he's like, So I got it. In the 80s, was just bickering, was that hilarious? I think, I think that's what. It's supposed to be tense. I, I think that's yeah. what Tales from the Dark Side thinks yeah. is that bickering is the, the best thing. Like, if you don't know what to do, just make people fight. Hateful, well, hateful bickering. Yeah. It's just. Good, it's best, best tension. Yeah. But Ellie is worried that this hot tub is not going to work for some reason, and we don't quite know why. But don't I mean, worry. Super know why. But. Henry's going <laughs> to kick it into working. So he does. He kicks it, kicks it hard. Yeah. It works like a motherfucker. It starts going, and then Sybil walks back into the room. She's wearing a towel. Ellie's like, that was fast. And then Henry says the most perverted thing that anyone who's not my father has said. She says, yeah, this is my suit. It's a little small. <laughs> small is good. Yep. Well, then he says, let, he says before that, let me see your suit. Oh, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. First, it's let me see your suit. She says, it's a little small. He says, small is good. Oh, Henry. I'm going to go jack off in the corner now. See you guys later. She gets in. She's super happy. She loves it. Can't get enough. In a very, and again, like fairy tale way. Like in like a Goldilocks just doing her thing way. Yeah. 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 And again, I know in my head that they're not going to have sex with this girl. Mm -hmm. But everything they're doing is all signs point to yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like get her some wine, get her lubed up, ready to go. Yep. (laughs) 
Yeah. So don't worry about it because uh, Sybil's going to be in that swimsuit for the majority of the rest of the yeah, episode. Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> she goes out on the porch. So it was smash cut. Now we're into kind of like, I guess there's three acts, but it's it's weird. I guess we're at the ad, end of act two. Yeah. We're entering act three. We've kind of, all the all the mechan- mechanisms are in play. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All it's got to do is the trap needs to be sprung. She's on the porch. She's talking to Henry. She's talking to uh, Ellie. Yeah, there was this act break, and she is not eaten. Like, one would have expected that maybe she disappeared, and then, uh, oh, they're, you know, picking at the bones, and then the big reveal is, you know, they pull the swimsuit out of the stew or something like that. That doesn't happen. No, no, no. So she was just hanging out in in the... She was just hanging out in the... Yeah. Yeah, like, okay, so we're going to the writer's room. We're acting like they already ate her. You're thinking like, well, at this point, why don't they just already eat her? Mm -hmm. We have Mark. We have a variable out there. Yeah, that could could come looking for her. That could come back. Yeah, you know what else? Mark looks delicious. Yeah, yeah. Yep. They could put some stew in him. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, my God. Boom. It's yeah. funny that you're looking for Sybil. I feel like you're awfully close. Boom. Exactly. Mark gets his comeuppance. It's super creepy. That's way better. Yeah, that is way better. But that's not what happens at all. Nope. Instead, Sybil just, just jauntily comes out in her swimsuit. Oh, it was so great. I was in there for hours. Felt like minutes. Yep. I'm Fred mm-hmm. Schneider. I'm Fred I'm Schneider. And I, and I like to relax. Anyway, having a moment on your porch with you. Henry's still bitching about the butcher. About yeah. The, getting this tough meat. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he says the creepiest thing beyond, <laughs> sh- should we show her the playroom? <laughs> he, uh, he says that uh, you got to kill an animal the right way. Fear poisons the meat. Said in the scariest voice possible. Oh man, he is a creep. Like, let me, I, hey, uh, hey, Jen, let me put you at ease. Okay. Um, when you kill an animal, oh man, you gotta make sure you do it the right way. Your eyes are doing a thing. You know, fear poisons the meat. Dad, don't we have that thing? Isn't it? Oh, my phone is ringing somewhere at home. So, we cut from that to. A sweet nap time. Sybil is really getting some R and R in this in this episode. Yeah, much like much like Goldilocks, and and they had said um, on the porch uh, with the the fear meat talk um, that they were going to be going into the city to get some stuff to prepare their anniversary dinner. Right. So she was welcome to stay there, sleep in, and then they would be back. Mm-hmm. So she wakes up, and she does uh, what I love to call little research so she's just poking around she's like oh you know what more hot tub time seems cool this is when she suddenly notices the knives that have been there the whole time for the whole several hours that she was Mm -hmm. in the hot tub didn't notice those knives or nothing did that that escape she was still very tense from sleeping in an orchard so she probably couldn't turn her head the whole way it took two jacuzzi soaks for her to be able to (laughs) get that hot tub soaks full neck range of so the second time she's been in this room suddenly oh now seeing it in a different light and so there are all these knives and she um 
and there's a cabinet behind her that yep. she sees. She opens it up. There, there are actually two cabinets covered in these katanas arranged on the wall, yep. or these these knives, these swords, um, facing each other. And she goes and she opens the first one, and there's a stereo in there. And mm-hmm. so she turns on what seems to be the backing episode for the music or the, the, the backing episode. track. Yep. Yeah, uh, I wrote down it was the uh, the 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 music that they play when your uh, Oscar acceptance speech is taking too long. That's yeah. exactly what it was. So yeah. she turns on public domain FM. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and it is blaringly loud. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she turns it down to a reasonable volume to a reasonable volume she's fine yeah Yeah. she keeps looking at this uh this uh these knives though yeah they don't look right Mm -mm. and now there's this other cabinet across the room right across the room Mm -hmm. what's going on with the cabinet well wait this one has the stereo this room has guns knives a jacuzzi animal heads what else could it possibly have yeah well let's go Uh, investigate uh maybe a maybe a dartboard now let me say i love this shot Mm mm-hmm because they have her walking towards the um, the other cabinet, mm-hmm. and they have a wolf head above her, which I love. I like that was some of the best foreshadowing that they did. Mm-hmm. Is that there was a wolf above her? Yeah. And like, oh, she's prey now. Like mm-hmm. this, this is game over yeah. for her. And then there is a weird smash cut to the kitchen, where there's a huge wooden spoon. <laughs> <laughs> Which might come later, but basically, I wrote that down. I big, wrote, scary well, that's spoon. a big spoon, right? Yeah, <laughs> what's up with this big spoon? So, um, that is building she, tension all the way in the other room. <laughs> she, uh, she gets to the cabinet. She sees a little keyhole. Starts putting her finger on the keyhole, like maybe I can open this. Henry walks in the room. Henry flies in the room. Mm-hmm. Says, get away from that. Like a teenager whose porn collection is about to be found. <laughs> Do not check my history. No, but he, maybe you would have. <laughs> maybe you would have heard me come in if it wasn't for all this racket. Like just real asshole. Goes yeah. goes bananas. She leaves the room, crestfallen. She feels like she's made the mistake. Not I'm in a home filled with lunatics. Ellie does her best job to calm her down. Mm-hmm. Sybil says things like, I'm just so dumb. and I just didn't want to. I'm sorry. Now I've ruined your anniversary. Don't worry. You'll mm. still be a part of the anniversary. <laughs> I'm going to fucking eat you. <laughs> so now it's. Don't get upset. It makes you so stringy. Right. Hey, are you afraid right now? Don't, don't let fear afraid. poison your meat. Please, don't <laughs> be afraid. Yeah, you should stitch that on a pillow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't let the fear poison, poison your meat. meat. <laughs> if you guys ever make t-shirts for the uh, transmissions from the dark side, uh-huh. you could put that on the back. That has to be one yeah. of them. Yeah. Don't, don't let the fear poison, poison your, your meat. meat. So everybody makes up. Everything's cool. Yeah. Sybil's at the table because she's not going to go back into that room. Mm-hmm. Henry walks over with a bottle. Bottle of that sweet, sweet homemade sherry. Mm-hmm. Right. Which they've been saying wine this whole episode. So I wrote wine time. Yeah. And yeah. it's not wine time. It's sherry time. Yeah. Yep. He pours just a glass of sherry for her, mm-hmm. which I am always nervous 
ever if yeah. somebody will not pour themselves a glass of what I'm drinking. Yeah. If yeah. I'm in a stranger's home and they just pour me a glass of something, <laughs> like, no, nah, I'm good. Yeah. Like, I'll watch you go to the sink and get water. Yeah. I'll do that. Yeah. But don't just pour me a glass of something. Matt has a lot of enemies. <laughs> there are a lot of people that want to poison Matt Noss. Yeah. Yeah. Do not rihypanol me. Yeah. No. She's like, oh, this is cool. Sherry, mm, delicious. Mm -hmm. And again, if I didn't know better, I would be certain that this is leading up to the sex scene. Yeah. Well, I know in my head it's not. There's a climax coming. (laughs) (laughs) Cut to our girl Sybil in the hot tub. She's back in the hot tub again. again. Yeah. Sitting with a glass of sherry, drinking. She is, by all, by all sensible measures, wasted. She is wasted now. So she's had plenty of that sherry before she got in the tub, and and she's continuing to drink in the tub. And there's the happy couple, just just admiring her, thrilled that she's in there. Just that regular wholesome activity. Of watching a teenage runaway get drunk in a hot tub. <laughs> That's what we all like to do, right? Right. That that old pastime. Sure. So, oh, God. I remember the first time a teenage runaway got into a hot tub in front of my parents. God, yeah. You guys, I remember when I was the teenage runaway. That's how old <laughs> I am. <laughs> I narrowly escaped, but... Well, you didn't drink the sherry. That's right. <laughs> so, here we go. So Ellie walks in. She's worried about her. She's just bringing her a snack. She's bringing her some vegetables to munch on, which she starts to throw into the hot tub by the fistful. Yep. Now it has become, if you are a this dullard, is, we, yeah. if you are as dumb as a box of rocks. If you've, if you've never seen a Bugs Bunny cartoon. Yeah, yeah. Even Bugs Bunny saw this one coming. Yeah. yeah. Well, she comes in with the big spoon and all this freshly cut yeah. produce. Yeah. And Henry comes in with a cask of uh, of the homemade sherry. The, the wine, I thought. Yeah. It, it was the yeah, wine. No, this is the this wine. This is the wine that he dumped into. This makes into... more sense. Okay. Right. This was the wine that he dumped into his stew earlier. So again, this is the scene that basically everything has been leading up to. This right. is why he dumped cold wine into his stew is so he we could set this up that that's wine is an ingredient in the stew. And this is why they even make wine, so that they would have gallons of it to add to a hot tub. Mm. Oh, right. okay. All right. That they would need that quantity of it? Yes. Oh, all right. Because they do have an orchard, so they could be growing these vegetables and stuff. Growing sure. the wine, maybe. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. I'm not saying it's good. Right. So she's laughing her head off. She's wasted. Sybil's wasted. And uh, as she is laughing, you see the, the wine start to slip from her hand mm-hmm. into the into the hot tub and she falls yeah. asleep drops slowly into the hot tub until she is completely submerged. Okay. Yeah. That, uh, and then and Eleanor has already dumped in a second load of vegetables. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh broccoli for some reason. Broccoli I don't think that goes uh, in a stew. Uh, well. Why not? No. Yeah. All right. She starts stirring it, that being Ellie, starts stirring it with that big spoon. Mm -hmm. He dumps in the wine. Mm -hmm. They're stirring it up. She's like, take a taste. 
He goes, mmm, delicious, best one yet, or some shit like that. Yep. Okay. So I want to stop right there. I do too. I want to talk. I assume you want to talk about what I want to talk about. Do it. It's that recipe. That's not going to taste good right now. No. No, you need a good foundation for a stew, okay? You need to brown your meat. First of all, yeah. if you're going to cook an animal, you need to take all the guts out of it. Because right now, Ellie has poop in her. That's Not what Ellie. I said. I yeah. wrote down. Yeah. Uh, Sybil has poop. I wrote down, would be poop soup. Why? <laughs> this, this... I get you want to, like, if you were just going to kill her that way, let her drown, take her out. She's yeah. got, she's a little bit poached, but you can still, like. I mean, the hair. Yeah, you're, yeah. You're just gonna have you're gonna have soup full of hair. Every bite's gonna have a hair in it. Let's, but but let's, like a soup, you want or like a stew, you wanna you wanna like you wanna you need to build those flavors. You need to brown your meat. Yeah. There is a trillion problems with this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Number one, they have a full human swimsuit wearing human yeah. in a hot tub. Right. Right. Okay. So let's just talk about the hot tub for a second. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're telling me, boy, oh boy, do I love standing water? <laughs> yeah, and a hot tub does not. I mean, I'm sure he has souped up this hot tub, hot sure. tub enough to, make to it cook boil. a woman. So I, I guess that it. would sanitize it. Yes, but they've got to do the devil's no. work. Like they got to skin a human. Yeah, yeah. They've got to gut a human. They've got to do. They've got to do all the nasty bits. As soon as that starts to thicken up, that's going to ruin the pump, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. So are you, what are you going to do? Build another hot tub? You're gonna have all that broccoli in the I in think the return. We've discovered what's wrong with this. Yeah, yeah. There is so many problems with it. Also, it's so obvious that there's chlorine in this water. Yes. So and and she drops the sherry into it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Broken glass now. So now we've got broken glass. We've got poisoned sherry. Yeah. Yeah. The this is was the sherry poisoned or was yeah that's what that's what well was it I thought she I didn't know she was just wasted I thought she I thought she just got drunk and passed out because of like the heat because they say you're not supposed to drink in a hot tub because I I figured it was like laced with sleeping pills or something like that yeah but then aren't you gonna aren't you gonna isn't that gonna get into the meat you would think. That's why I was thinking it was all like I think I was thinking they were using sherry and wine interchangeably because isn't sherry like it's a fortified, fortified wine? wine. Yeah. You're right. All right. Mm-hmm. So and and they weren't drink- so I mean it could be maybe it was just very strong or maybe it's just it could have been poisoned. It's such a weird choice. Yeah. I mean, I knew what they were doing. They were just trying to like ha ha ha, we did it. Yeah. But not like none of that ending made sense. From a practical maniac <laughs> standpoint, right from the from the the cautionary fairy tale, the dark fairy tale. I right. guess it does make sense. Exactly, it's, it's very what Hansel and Gretel. Yes, yeah. You yeah. know that they just end up in the gonna stew. fatten you up, and they could have even been fattening her up in the episode. Right. Yeah, yeah like they didn't do any of that. Mm-mm. Yeah, they didn't rub her down with fennel. <laughs> they didn't. A lot All of the stuff that they did with uh, yeah. with Kramer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all covered nice in spices bed. and oregano. I was furious at this hot tub. Yeah. Because there's also like it's just Germ City USA. Yeah. 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 And like that soup that spoon didn't look too clean either. Do you do you like hot tubs, Matt? Not really. I don't either. Do you? I don't have strong feelings about them. I just, I think they're like no, a, a. You put a teenage runaway in one. <laughs> I will. I'll watch that in the all closet. day. I'll watch that yeah. all day. Yeah. Um, 
maybe that's part of it because I tend to think hot tubs are kind of gross. They're kind of gross, right? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, especially like, like one of those like p- rental hot tubs, like the the place that you can, you know, they have like hot tub oh, rooms. Oh, the tub and tan. Yeah. Bubbly oh, tub. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. That's just. Yeah. Salmonella athlete's foot stew. If you're lucky. Right there. Yeah. 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 If it's like, you know, my, my in-laws had a hot tub, never went in it, but mm-hmm. like, sure, that's fine. Yeah. But like a public hot tub or people I don't know's hot tub. A hot tub. <laughs> a hot tub behind a secret wall in a room that you call the playroom. <laughs> Let me nah, get into bro. this immediately. Mm. Oh, no. No, not what you want. All right. Um, we're not done yet, but God damn it. They never like, they were just, that was so you were right. Bugs Bunny. Yeah. Like, no, well, we've got a a person in a hot tub with a whole bunch of vegetables and some, they could have just had her at the end browned on a plate, like still in the bathing suit with like an apple in her mouth. I literally thought they were going to do a, don't come around here no more. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like they're just eating the cake. That is her. Yes. I knew what you meant. Um. All right. So, so, so we're to assume that was the big reveal. Yep. Well, well, they got another one. Ellie says, "Oh, I'm so excited about this. We should share this with the child. I wish we could share this with the children. Let's share it with the children." And this is the moment that I've been waiting for. Yeah, because that that cooking the girl in the tub that was a little bit of a letdown i mean we we saw that cuz coming right like yeah. that had been skywritten uh-huh yeah 20 minutes yeah. ago that that hot tub might as well have had like two big handles on the side <laughs> and, oh, have... and the witch from trick or treat standing <laughs> next to it <laughs> ow don't bother me <laughs> it's skeletor ah, beast man <laughs> Shave yourself and get in the hot tub. <laughs> All right. Henry goes, well, why don't we? And then Ellie, so what did, what was Ellie's line? I, I always love having the children here or something. Yep. Like, love enjoying the children. Which doesn't make sense because are the children there or not? Well, they, Ted, they, they are they because we opened the cabinet. And lo and behold. And it's going to, it's, there's cannibal children in cages right that's what i was hoping for i was like oh that would have been so much better that this is like to feed their cannibal children yeah yeah oh yeah i would have been all about that yeah Mm -hmm. but no they open it and six halloween skulls (laughs) yuck 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 (laughs) and they didn't credits skulls didn't yeah the skulls didn't Chatter? Chatter. What did you want the skulls to do, Ted? Something. Something. And uh, sit silently on a shelf. I wanted two emaciated weirdos in a cage eating bones. Mm Mm-hmm. That's what I wanted. Yeah. Uh, Well, we've got got a skull. Yeah, five more of them? Uh, Yeah. Good enough. (laughs) (laughs) Do they have have weird lighting in them? No, we got some flashlights. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. We kind of blew all the money on the hot tub. Yeah, we really blew our budget on this tub. Yeah. All right, Jen. 
All right. So, well, writer's room. So anything else that we think would have... I'm with Ted. I'm with Ted with... You wanted cannibal children. Act, or act three. Mark comes back. Mark comes back yep. because she's dead. Yeah. Something. Yeah. I think, yeah, it took too long to get to this. And in a 22-minute 22 episode, episode, that's that's a bummer. Um, I think there would have been... I think she only needed to go in that hot tub once. That's when she gets killed. Um, and, yeah, then they are finishing up some ribs as Mark comes back. I would have taken, like, yeah, she gets in the hot tub and then do things with red lights mm-hmm. and screams. Yeah. That, that would have worked just fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the next day is Mark coming back. Right. And the stew is made. And yeah, that line about like, she's closer than you think. Mm-hmm. You animals. <laughs> but nope. Not the way Some kind of out. reveal that was something a little more shocking yeah. than six plastic skulls on a shelf. I, I also like the cannibal children idea because this was making me think a little bit this, like especially him being shitty. Um, do you ever see the movie We Are What We Are? No. We watched it. It's um it's it's a very like sort of modern cannibal tale. Um oh, sort the, of these, for the modern cannibal? For the modern cannibal. Yeah. Um Modern Cannibal it's right on the shelf next to uh Cooking Light. Yeah. It's this sort of backwoods family and the mother dies um mysteriously and the family is still trying to kind of cover up what was going on and a doctor discovers that she dies from this rare sort of like encephalitis but it's brought on by a few different things one of them is cannibalism uh there's something that and and so it they discover that this um there's this sort of craziness almost like some sort of like fever or disease that gets brought on from eating organs of humans and that's what I was kind of thinking in this. Like, maybe he was terrible. Maybe they were both sort of crazy because they had been cannibals. Mm-hmm. And it was making them crazier. And that's why they were supporting their crazy children. But then they got to start being cannibals somehow. And I'm giving this episode a lot more than it needs, maybe. Uh, hey, you guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How many barrels of buckshot would you give this episode? Hmm. I'll go first. I, I'd give this solid six barrels of buckshot. Okay. I liked it. I, yeah. I, I thought it was a good app. I would give it. I would give it five, because that's about. It was right about halfway through. They telegraphed exactly what was gonna what was gonna happen, and that's mm-hmm. exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. And there was no extra. I didn't feel like there was a good twist, or yeah. Yeah. So I'd, yeah. Give it because up. they pooched the twist so hard. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I give that. I, I I get that. Yeah. So So five, six, um I think I'm gonna give it I'm gonna give it a six. Nice. I yeah. liked it. Would you recommend to watch uh, this one? Um this is not oh, we were gonna talk about Yeah, we have to talk yeah, about Yeah, we gotta talk about the difference between um a must watch and, and yeah. Uh, so at the beginning and a recommended, I guess. Yeah, episode one, uh Jen and I talked about how many episodes that we thought were going to be essential. Essential episodes. A- episodes. Yeah. And, and so far, there's only one. One. Which is you, in, inside the closet. Right. Matt predicted that there would be 10 essential episodes. Yes. I predicted there would be six, mm-hmm. I think. Yep. Is that what I said? Yes. Yeah, yeah, you said six. Yeah. 
Um, so I don't think anyone is saying this is an essential. This is no, not an essential. Yeah. Not. yeah. Um, it's a it's a fun watch. I'd though. recommend yeah, it. Yeah, I would recommend it too. I would recommend this one like in the same way that I recommended um, um, the card one or the uh, the bet. In the cards? The bet. Or the bet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The odds. The odds. There we go. Yeah. If you like this sort of thing, if you like Tales from the Dark Side and you know it's going to be kind of cheesy you're and like you're not going episode. in and expecting a lot, you're going to mm-hmm. like this episode. Yeah. Um, That's fair. Yeah. I, we are fair and, and balanced. <laughs> Tough but fair. Tough, yeah. fair, balanced. Ding dong. All right. And Ted, then, thank mm. you so much for thank joining us. Thank you so us. much for joining thank us. Thank you, guys. What a, what a nice guest. You're the best guest. I'm a convenient guest. You are. You are a beautifully convenient guest. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Uh, Thank you so much, uh, people who have sent us messages or hit us up on Facebook. Yeah. That has been awesome. Great to talk to you guys. Uh, Please keep sending those messages or questions or anything else our way. Our email address is tfromthedarkside at gmail.com. Pretty much all of our social, with the exception of... uh, one yeah but i think our, our i think it's uh twitter's that's twitter's. the weird one it's yeah. t f t d s pod yes at, at real donald trump at real donald donald trump. 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 yes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at at unstoppable eating machine uh <laughs> at um taste this soup dot dot org dot com slash dot com backslash org tilde hope you brought a pen i have a wish for everybody um my wish is that this week and jen knows it as much as i do this week when you're out in the world if you're gonna try anything i guess could you try to enjoy the daylight just try to enjoy the daylight i think that that's my wish for you this week Mm. thanks jen thanks matt Thanks, Ted. Thanks, Ted. Thanks, guys. We'll see you on the next episode. Bye, guys. Bye. Transmissions from the Dark Side is created, hosted, and produced by Jen Hansen and Matt Noss. Edited by Matt Noss. And hosted by Go Comedy Media. Our theme music was composed and performed by Slasher Dave. You can find him on Bellyache Records. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr at t from the dark side and on twitter at tftds pod email us at t from the dark side at gmail.com until next time try to enjoy the daylight